What? What? Brother, 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 brothers, 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 oh, yeah. Me, Austin. Oh, son of a man, what you think? Hello. Oh, you didn't know? And I spit in the face of people who don't want to be cool. See, I just didn't stand. The dangerous Daniel Locke. What is up? Sorry for my absence. I'd go take care of some business. Uh, it may or may not have anything to do with my health, but I'm back. He's back, baby. We, of course, have Killer Cooper Prater. Hello. Happy uh, wrestling to you all. Happy wrestling. The notorious Noah Phillips. If you put me in the Royal Rumble, I'm winning the whole thing. All right? We'll go ahead and say that right now. I don't matter if I put you in one at 30. I'm winning the whole thing. And we're joined by a special guest, the astonishing Alex Houston. I am so excited to be back after watching my first, at least mostly, full time of wrestling in like five years. Super cool. What made you decide to watch Royal Rumble? I'm curious. So, like that night, I saw somebody tweet about it for whatever. Something had happened in the first like 10 entries. I don't know. because I And I remember my roommate, formerly roommate, no longer roommate, had Peacock on our TV. And I was like, is it still logged in? And it was. And then I figured, got to take advantage of the opportunity. Plus, I mean... As as my, as critical as I may be, Logan, of wrestling to the point where you claim that I hate all wrestling. I didn't say that. The Royal Rumble is almost one of the more foolproof events in the history of wrestling because you can't really mess up thirty people trying to throw each other out of a ring. It's just it's it's a certain. I mean, you can obviously, but it's a formula that tends to produce enough enjoyable moments to look past it. You, unlike you must have not watched last year's Rumble. <laughs> no, I mean I've I've heard all the things. Saying, yeah. I've heard all the things, but again, the formula is solid enough that there's enough enjoyable moments to look past it where most of the other gimmicks they've had that seemed foolproof, they've definitely damaged more thoroughly. But anyway, that's that's my negativity that's for fair, now, unless fair. you question more of it, because I will bring the negativity if needed. I mean, I gotta check. Anybody have eyes on that main event that's right now? That's uh, Darby Joe? Because I think there might be a title change if they put in the main event again. There better I'm be. hoping yeah. the king of television is back. You don't know anything about AEW, do you? Uh, I know who Darby Allen is, and I'm guessing Joe is Samoa Joe. That is Samoa also Joe. Also known as a Samoan named Joe. I'm a very big fan of that guy. He's really cool. You know who's also a Samoan named Joe? Uh, that, yes, that was the point, isn't it? Roman Reigns? Roman Reigns is also he's, a Samoan he's jo- I, don't, I don't know how to say his last name, but I know his first name is Joe. I know why. And why? Yes. That sounds. That that's sounds why. Right that's why we have Cooper pronounce everything. Um, hey, it's news. The worst gimmick that I could have thought of. <laughs> <laughs> Nerd is what my gimmick. Is. No, I'm just bad at pronouncing stuff. Um, I got some interesting information for you. One of our Auburn beat writers met Tony Khan the other day, and he said he might come on the show and talk about it. How did this meeting go down? Uh, he was a senior bowl, I think. And I'm assuming Khan was probably there for the Jaguars. Right. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Joe won, I think. Yeah, Fantastic. Joe won, I think. I like Samoa Joe. Yeah, they That's destroyed mine. the ring, and I think he hit a muscle buster from the top. Who's come back? Someone's came back. Oh, Wardlow. <sighs> that guy. Do we <laughs> not like that guy? guy? He's fine. He doesn't have his mohawk anymore. He's beating Joe up to end the show. Joe's bloody. My critical AEW analysis after not watching any of it is Samoa Joe's pretty cool. That's Samoa Joe's awesome. Samoa Joe is pretty awesome. Really, really a shame he got injured so many times when he was in the WWE because every time he actually was on screen, it was pretty fun. Should have gave him the belt at Great Balls of Fire. <laughs> to this I day, always forget about that pay-per-view. The most 
terrifying wrestling promo I can ever think of is the one before Great Balls of Fire where he like pushed Paul Heyman oh, yeah. against the turnbuckle and is talking to him that like just the camera mic's picking him up. It's like something out of a mob movie. It's great. Oh, he's I mean, so good, man. Joe, the moment Joe decides to retire from physical activity in the ring, I mean, he's going to be on the mic somewhere for another 20 years after the fact. He's, he's going to be sure. He's I still like remember his, his promo against AJ about AJ's wife. That was awesome. Wendy Now that, I loved that. Okay. Anyway. Oh, all right. Nothing, I don't feel like we have to talk about um, SmackDown when it just led up to the Royal Rumble. I don't think anything happened of notoriety on there. Do you remember anything? I, I know I watched it. It's just a blank spot in my mind now. Um, Royal Rumble pre. Th- they said something during the Royal Rumble about something that happened on SmackDown. I was like, ah, and that, that's all I. It was somebody beat up somebody on SmackDown, and that led into the Men's Royal Rumble, apparently. That, I, that does tend to happen. I mean, I don't yeah. even think I <laughs> that's all I can say, man. I don't, I don't have anything else. I don't think I watched SmackDown. I don't, honestly, like, it's the first time I'm like, oh, yeah, I don't remember anything. Oh, I think uh, the, one of the big uh, news items, Lacey Evans made her read it. Uh, Oh my gosh! <laughs> Don't remind me. Was it on? Okay, wait. Maybe that was it. Was it? Did she show up on SmackDown? Yes. Because yeah. then she was in the Rumble and they talked about it. Okay, I got gotcha. you. Yeah. But let's go ahead and let's go into uh, AEW Rampage, in which the only thing we really have to talk about: Jamie Hader versus uh, Emi Sakura. 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 See, this is why you pronounce his <laughs> names. I always mispronounce it, and I look at Cooper. That match. Fantastic. Was awesome. You need to go back. You want to see a hard hitting women's match. On my top uh, matches of the year so far, for sure. Really? Ooh. I mean, I don't think anybody else for AW. I mean, we got another chapter in the Book of Hobbs, so. <laughs> like we happen every week. I, I would love to see this. this <laughs> I would like to see what book. happens to the book after 15 chapters in the Book of Hobbs. Um, I think they had a Wheeler Yuta Hangman match that was good. John Moxley beat Hangman this week um, with a roll up. Death by roll up. No reaction to that. I, the most devastating move in all sports. It truly is all the, right. an incredible experience to watch the roll up take down all your greatest superstars, <laughs> except John Cena, who I don't think has ever been beaten by a roll up. I don't. I'm I don't, not going to even guess. I, he's a, un, never has. On kick out, he, he cannot lose to a roll up. You could, you could run you over John Cena with, with three Woods cars, and he would still kick out. It does not matter. Wait, wait, wait. Um, I, gotta, I, never, I didn't get to say this. Strength. Let me turn down my mic a little bit. And you're reigning, defending, undisputed WWE GL champion of the world. It's me. I, I clean swept the Rumble. But even though well, – and also you almost didn't get a predict ever again. We had a, yeah, well, yeah. Honestly, <laughs> I didn't. Luckily, reason uh, won out in the end. Yes. So, uh, um, in the moment, I you was You know who Chelsea desperate. Green is? The girl that got not eliminated like in five seconds? Yes. So Here. that was my. I we, think we I had, know she. We had bonus predictions. So we had the regular matches and then name three returns. And Cooper got Edge, which I should have just picked Edge. I knew he was going to return. But Assume he's going to appear at the Rumble at well, this he, point. He wasn't injured. So like he was, they were just holding him for a while. I just thought I went with my heart of hearts to pick Big E. So that would have been awesome. Yeah, that's what I would. But you know, unfortunately, obviously, there's a lot of things going on there. But I basically like, yeah, Chelsea Green's guaranteed to return. They had they basically because I heard basically that they signed her, they had nothing for her, and so Cooper literally is like, when Matt Cardona didn't show up, he's like, she's not showing up. If she shows up, he's like, no, I'm not gonna say that. He's like, I won't predict ever again. He's like, wait, no, 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 no. What what did you say you were gonna do? Let's uh... the uh, the the one that we ended up deciding on. Yes. Oh, that I would issue a, a formal apology. Uh, to Logan 
on air. Um, which look, all right. I I I can admit when I am wrong. I can admit when I I've made a mistake. Uh, I was wrong to doubt you. I was wrong to doubt um, that uh, Chelsea Green would not be a, uh, a presence in this year's <laughs> Royal Rumble, however short it may be, and however much the it shortest. should not count, but does. You know what her character is, I'm right, not, guys? I'm not apologizing. You know what her character is? I tried Karen. to pick up on She's it. She's a Karen. Oh, yeah, wait, because they did something on Raw on Monday yeah. that I saw somebody like, post out about that. Are you the manager? Hey, but there's a little, there's a difference in the Weagle studio right now. Something that you might want to point at. Noah, do you want to, do you want to tell you what, what we're on? We are on the road to WWEGL Mania 1, baby. What date is that? You wrote, you wrote the date. You made that fancy little logo that uh, we have. Let's take a picture of that. I, I believe it is March 28th of 2020. 29th. 29th is, is whatever that Wednesday is. It's Wednesday before Mania as we are on the road to the first ever WWEGL Mania. We need to, we need to decide. We got a fancy logo and everything we're pointing at right now. We need to decide this now, all right, because we talked about this, but we never disclosed anything. Are we going to do punishments for Ultimate Loser? No, because I'm not losing. <laughs> you don't want to risk being – what do you think about this, Daniel? Punishments? I mean, everything you said was stuff that's just, like, goes so far past the point of, like, being fun. Okay. Well, then we can do something else. Yeah. We'll get, we can spitball some ideas. May I ask, though, because not as, – as a novice viewer – I, I assumed that most of the Rumble was pretty predictable in terms of so what choice we're going to make. So if Logan won, what, where did you guys go wrong? And I'm just curious, really, because I – not to say I'm not a loyal listener, but I did, in fact, miss last week's episode of WWGL. Wow. Sorry, sorry, sorry. sorry. Terrible. So where, where exactly Fake did you guys fan. go wrong in the predictions, just out of curiosity? You missed Alexa Bliss. Yeah, I, I tried to uh, go for, like, um, they would come up with some, like – storyline kind of like supernatural explanation for Alexa to get the title just because we needed to like differentiate on some point makes sense um and that ended up really costing me and then you picked uh Liv Morgan for the women's yes because you didn't see Rhea winning because her like storyline stuff with Judgment Day felt so detached from like all the other women's uh and she did get speared by literally before the match started which felt like in the moment and I should have realized this in hindsight that they were doing it to like build her up as being even tougher. But it felt like it was like, oh, they're writing an excuse to to so that if she loses, she still looks strong. That's uh, yeah. But you know, Liv did go to the end though. So well, yeah, it was our one and two Iron oh, it Women. Was, it was so close, yeah. so close. If he would have got that, we would have tied, which nothing would have happened. But still. And then Noah to you. Uh, I picked Sami Zayn uh, to win the Royal Rumble, and then I got everything else right. But my uh, three returns, none of them came back. Which what was, were you? RVD, <laughs> he's always he's Orton. always good for one. <laughs> Randy Orton and John Cena. Yeah, that. and then I don't even. Daniel picked like Seth Rollins for men's. You picked. I also said that Ryback was going to be there. <laughs> <laughs> Me, <laughs> more. If, if that music set in, I think I would have went on my balcony and started screaming. Even I more. I was ready, man. Ryback is like pretty much. Done. I can correlate Ryback with my downfall in how much I liked wrestling. When he appeared, that's when I knew it was a, it was well, a wrap. You went into the hottest act of 2013. Uh, you, can that, also, <laughs> you can also correlate that for Punk's downfall in wrestling. <laughs> which, uh, which correlates to the downfall of WWE in general, but that's a whole other debate. Hey, they're on the ups. I would say, even though it's a predictable rumble, I think they made the right choices. I think Cody, as much as you think he's not the right choice, that crowd was hot for him Monday. I think... They are still currently booking themselves out of a lot of corners that they were booked into for the better part of a very long time. I agree. 
Because like it's just which is why not to not to go off, off the beaten path for one moment. They need to split up the titles. Oh, I agree. Because not to be critical of the group too much, but they're just not good enough writers nowadays to write good mid-card people without a second title. A second title gives you two champions, two challengers every given month. It's easy to write that compared to, like, I, I can't speak personally because I'm not watching it right now, obviously, but, like, the United States Championship and Intercontinental Championship just don't mean as much as they did 20 years ago. They just don't. Hey, Gunther I, will, I mean, no, Gunther is... say that. this. If it's, it's, I would agree with you if this was, like, Nine months ago, but recently Triple H has done an amazing job building up the United States and especially Intercontinental. With no, look, holding it. Gunther is awesome. He was he was my favorite part of the Rumble that I was watching, honestly. But it's just the fact that like the fan base, it just doesn't mean it's not. It's never going to mean as much as it did twenty years ago because it's just not. Everybody knows. Everybody, you know, everybody's aware of what's going on. So it's just. People just, like, for example, people didn't even care about the main title until they devised the whole Tribal Chief storyline, which has gone brilliantly. Mm -hmm. But I just don't know if they have enough of that to spread around where if you split it up, you can do two things. I don't know. Yep. I'm no expert, of course. I'm only on here twice. Speaking of expert, I expertly know that it's time for a PSA break. You're our champion, and you're doing stuff like that? Is that what I'm... Transition. Welcome back to WABGL on Weagle 91.1 FM. We're getting into the Royal Rumble match. Um, we're going to go ahead and start off where we started off. The Men's Rumble, which is, I think, is this the first time the Men's Rumble's ever started off? Um, I, I don't think it's the first, but it happens very rarely. Yeah. I mean, I was, I was, to be honest, I was not happy when I heard that it was starting because, like, this should be the main event. And then I watched the main event and I realized why it wasn't. But uh, great match. It, it was pretty. I mean, the only thing you can say I think bad about like in ring work was great. The only thing you can say bad about the match was there wasn't a lot of returns. But I think if you have a solid Royal Rumble match, returns don't really matter. I don't understand why we really had fifty-five-year-old Booker T in this match, but you know, because it was cool. Go off. I uh, guess. It was in Texas, and uh, reality yeah, of wrestling. People love Booker <laughs> T. Yeah, old book. Um, it was cool seeing him for like the thirty seconds he was in the match. Um, I wish they would have picked a legend that could go a little bit more, but. No, if it's a book like or RVD out there, <laughs> dude, I would rather have like, Pat McAfee come from like the stands or something like that. Well, they they kind of replicated that in the women's <laughs> match with Michelle, Michelle McCool. McCool. Michelle McCool, just yeah, true. Suddenly being called upon, just called upon, and then all of Twitter I'm just deci- deci- decided me. to explain that Michelle McCool looks better than anybody in the ring, even though she's like, I don't know how old she 45 is, forty five at least. Meanwhile, the talk- under- the Undertaker looks like he's got one foot in the grave. <laughs> so you're talking about he's Undertaker's wife, man. Yes, that that's true. You better be careful. I, I know he's probably listening. Gone. You're gonna pay. <laughs> I got a question uh, though. Bust out the limp biscuit on you. <laughs> Did y'all not think that it was a little bit dumb to have Cody come out at thirty when the whole storyline is about him coming back and how you've already kind of shown it off? Yes, but I also think they were just trying to. Help him a little bit. Well, if you're going to do that, have him come in at 29, and then whoever comes in at 30, it in this case, it'd be Logan Paul. Though technically, Cody bigger. was 29 because there never oh, was a yeah, 17. Yeah, yeah. Don't don't forget this great controversy. Ray Mysterio We got to have Ray versus Cody right now. I feel like. Well, no, but Ray's injured. That's why he didn't actually go out there. Is it really? So 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 the rumor goes that like there was some injury that happened yeah. between Friday and like Sunday very, to where. I will say very, though, Dom coming out after with the Ray mask. I mean. Oh no, that was like a makeup nuclear. on the fly move, which yeah. was great. Good way to, to write it off. No sure. Matt Cardona 
Um, I was very sad about that. I mean, Cardona. They could definitely do Cody versus Ray at Elimination Chamber just to put a match on the card, and it would probably be. I mean, it's going to be a great match because they're both great wrestlers, and it gives people a break from chamber after chamber. So yeah. then again, that's, of course, if the Ray is healthy is, though, by then because he is quite old now. This is the first time in a while that I've been very excited for an Elimination Chamber pay-per-view. They've done a great job at building that. I think this is like the one time I'm like, mid-card chamber? I'm like, oh, mid-card chamber with the United States title. I'll, I'll, get a I like lot of, the qualifying stuff on Raw. Yeah, I like the qualifying videos. stuff. You're going to have – it's going to be a very different – I mean, who is it? Seth's in there. You're going to have Seth. We got Gargano. I think this first time – I mean, Bronson Reed. Bronson Reed. Theory's going to be in there. The only other time Theory's been in the chamber was the Saudi chamber where he got destroyed by Brock Lesnar. So I'd like to see what he does against a lot smaller guys at Bronson Reed. You're probably going to have Montez Ford in there, mm. and you're probably going to have um, Damian Priest in there. And that's a very interesting, like, new age chamber right there. You're also the women's chamber already with um, Asuka slash Kana and uh, Liv. Who else was in there? Raquel and who was the uh, – Nikki Cross Nikki right Cross, now. Yeah. great lineup right there. You're probably going to add, you know, a Piper Niven or a Candice LeRae. Or I don't think Candice LeRae or Piper Niven is going to win because I think they're setting them to – I mean, Candice LeRae and Mi Chin, Mia Yim, because mm-hmm. I think they're setting them up for the women's tag um, titles. They could put Carmella in there, but I'd rather them not. Oh, yeah, I, f- I totally forgot that uh, Carmella yeah, she just came back. Presence. She didn't even go to the women's rumble but came back the next night. That's kind of weird. Right. They, they did have a promo with her uh, with Asuka, so that may be setting – yeah, winning so they can have a moment in the rumble. I don't, I don't want, I don't want, I don't. No offense to Carmella, but of all, she's like my least wanted option in that Fatal Four Way match. And they're gonna have someone from SmackDown. So, who, who? What are the SmackDown stars? Shotzi, Mia Yim, not Mia Yim, uh, Zia Lee. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, um, who else? I can't even think of. Uh, Naomi, technically, but that's probably not happening. That would be cool. Yeah. Um, uh, Tamina. There's nobody and, and nobody Mina. nobody Mina than yeah. Tamina, the biggest return. A uh, Natty, technically. Oh, Basler. Basler would be a good one. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I forget that she's on. Um, that's why I hope wins. Oh, and uh, of course uh, the um, uh, Tegan Knox too. Ooh, that would also be a good yeah. one. What you, what you, what you oh, I don't actually have anything to contribute on this. I just wanted. I just had a hot take that pivots from that, but I'll just let you guys continue. go ahead. No, go ahead. Well, okay. I say this in the nicest way possible, and I mean it in the nicest way, but I feel like in the current format, it's never going to be changed because you obviously can't do it, but I think they should shrink the Women's Royal Rumble down to 20. Like, I just don't think they give enough time to 30 women on the roster, period, that it would probably benefit from having 10 less. Because, I mean, really, like, do, do have they ever given time to 30 women on the roster at any point? They pulled in a lot of NXT. No, well, yeah. they really didn't this year. But I guess I just like years. it. Just, it just doesn't. Like Roxanne, yeah. Roxanne, um, Indy, and Zoe Stark. Right. Like are all I don't know. Very capable main roster stars. I completely so. understand why, and I'm completely in support of having a women's Royal Rumble, women's Money in the Bank, women's everything because it's awesome, and they have a bunch of great talented wrestlers on the roster. Obviously, but it just it like I don't know. I feel like if you shrink it down, then it highlights. The people that you actually are going to be booking every Monday and Friday versus people that show up once a week. Or like, I agree. Because okay. there's a lot of women that are. But flouted. does it also not kind of perpetuate the problem? Of yes. Not, that's no. The I, okay. Look. Look. Your women's I position. agree. You yeah. should. You absolutely should. I, I agree with that. But the problem is they don't, and I don't think they ever will, which is unfortunate because I just 
don't think they've got the time. If they split the brands, then maybe they'd have more, but they haven't done that again, have they? Because, I mean, are they split? But they I guess split. they are. But they don't. They just don't give time for women's matches in general. Yeah, I, mean, I agree. You saw how it was on Raw 30 when you had two of the most money draws in women's wrestling and Bailey and Becky, and that's the match they cut right. for the thing. Yeah, it's... It, um, it's it's annoying, but it's just been a problem that's been. I mean, I don't, I can't recall a time they ever did. The only time they ever did is when Becky unintentionally started bleeding in the middle of the ring, and everyone was like, "Oh my gosh, this is awesome!" But then she had to stop wrestling for a while. I think so there's a lot of good women dressing. I think, and there are main event views that are good. It's like I think this Alexa Belair feud could have been good, but they went for spooky yeah. Uncle Howdy nonsense with Alexa Bliss, which I just don't understand why. Because, like, if you give me heel, Alexa was as a heel as going to cheat anyway at the book and try to injure Bianca Belair and try to, you know, instead of, like, that's another thing with with this Rumble is I really did, like, I will say I really like this Rumble. I thought the mat, most Rumble matches, especially after last year, I thought the women's especially heated up in the last, more than the men's, I would say. Because the men's, it felt like a foregone conclusion that Cody was going to win, especially when Seth got eliminated and there was no Zayn, when you realized Cody was dirty. Like you're not you're not gonna give Gunther it at Mania with the IC. You're not running back Logan Paul. You're not probably gonna give Seth running it. Back. <laughs> that would have been awesome. <laughs> but not like, actually, but it would have been. I great. will say this: the I did not know who was gonna win the win when they got to the final three. Oh yeah, it, it was very uh, kind of a white knuckle uh, sort of thing. And a lot of the women, I think, shined a lot better than the men in this match. I mean, oh yeah, for sure, just great uh, spots of power for like Ripley. Um, showing Oscar like just go full on like you know murder demon yeah like it, it's you know she is so awesome yeah, she's so awesome Liv was pretty good time to shine the NXT women did pretty good Roxanne had a great like quick flurry there um, Becky Niven and coming back Becky and Bailey the whole damage control eliminating a bunch of the women was awesome until Bailey of course eliminated um, I think what did she eliminate both Io and um. Dakota before Bailey eliminated her and then Liv eliminated Bailey. Mm. Something like that. It was I thought it was honestly match wise, other than like it, if they didn't have the middle part, I think it would have been better than the men's rumble. I think the men's rumble was more solid all around, but I think the women's had like tighter furies. I honestly can't. and I'm more invested in the Cody storyline right. than my, like anything else. My biggest complaint with the women's uh rumble was honestly, yeah, just the pacing of it. Yeah. Especially in comparison to the men's rumble. Just felt a lot like there was a noticeable kind of like time dip uh in sort of like yeah the second uh, act of it that the the men's rumble just kind of like breezed through in no time which yeah. I, I think that kind of boils down to i guess what my issue was with the fact that it's just they just don't have the heavy hitters on the roster to entice you as much i don't which, think it's that they don't have it on that they don't have they don't give on the roster they don't they don't yeah. care about them i agree no. it's 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 right. a it's a greater yeah. problem it just manifests itself in many ways when they just don't give them the proper amount of time i agree because it's right. just it is unfortunate but i mean hey they, it does give them a lot of opportunity for other people to shine which is better than what women's wrestling was Ten years ago, or even oh, and then yeah, also even yeah. more even recent more recently than Nia that. Nia Jax, yes, <laughs> my girl. When she pulled up, like, I like I almost turned girls. off the TV, man. I, and you said, "I hope she gets eliminated quickly," and then she immediately got yeah, good. That. Lord knows she would she would have like knocked out three or four people and broken someone's femur. Good I also love Sheamus and Drew in the men's rumble a lot. Them just especially Sheamus just like laying in the corner and just watching it happen the whole match because yeah. he was like, a, <laughs> and then and then Gunther eliminating both of them was also a nice touch. Let's go ahead and get on to the women's title match. 
I don't even, what was the point, man? Like, I genuinely, like, what was the point? If they had, because they already had Alexa and Belair and their normal, you know, where she was like, kind of half, we have nothing. And so it's like, okay, make Alexa full turn here or make her do something crazy. What's the point of her just them wrestling like an eight-minute match, KOD, and then just Uncle Howdy video at the end? It was basically a glorified Raw segment. Not even just the Uncle Howdy video at the end. The same Uncle Howdy video that was shown in like the pre-match vignette. Like This is just like the most lazy way to go about your, in my opinion, probably like the top women's title in the company, right? Is the Raw women's yeah, title. Yeah, and I love like, Alexa. What is the, what is, wait, who holds the other one? Charlotte. Charlotte right now. Oh, yeah. right, that, yeah. That division's right. in the mud. Right yeah. It's but Charlotte and just like thank a, God a for Rhea. empty valley. Say, is, yeah. is it Rhea going after it? Isn't yes. that the, okay, That's yeah. Good, so. But that'll be good because they have the long storyline. And they're there. both good wrestlers, yeah. so cool. They've wrestled at WrestleMania before for the NXT title. Right, yes, I, I remember Charlotte that. Charlotte beat her, and I'm pretty sure Charlotte beat her for the Raw title. I don't think she's ever beaten Charlotte. So that's, but um, I, it's just like, I that could have been a, like a really good match at given time, or could have just just get if you're gonna do the Uncle Howdy stuff, make Alexa go crazy. What's the point of having this match where nothing happens? Right. I feel like Alexa just is not. She's not as good of a wrestler, in my opinion, at least as, as I remember, as, as a lot of other people on the roster. And her strength has always been in-ring theatrics and her promo ability, I would say. So the fact that they didn't really harness it during this match, like you said, and just kind of made it a raw segment. Was, I mean, because you, you really do have a chance there, because she's really great every time you give her anything to actually do. If you make and her the heel like she was in like 2017, 2018. That's what I'm fine. thinking of. Yeah, when she was the SmackDown Women's Champion and everybody hated her, but then she basically became a face because everyone actually loved every promo she did. <laughs> but instead, because I just like I just don't think she has, whether it's the size disadvantage or just actual in-ring capability, I don't know if she can stand toe-to-toe with a lot of these much more physical female wrestlers that have come in the last few years. So you have to find a way to work around that, and I don't think they've, done that because I think to be honest they're again their de- devotion to the women's division is so small their focus is probably on Charlotte and Rhea and the rest of it just falls by the wayside because that has been a problem with the company for the last how many years speaking of finding something to work with we gotta find a way to work around these PSAs because we're about to go to another PSA break very smooth we'll see another you one in two minutes what and we're back we're gonna go ahead and get into the Mountain Dew pitch black match boys we all yeah. have a dummy yeah um, and that's just a fact of life. This we all, except so for Cooper, bad. he I refused, refused, I refused to, to take that, part in this the corporate in his body. campaign. Everyone, everyone scoop back. We're going to have Cooper commentate it for us as we all drink one sip, at least, of Mountain Dew Pitch Black. All right. The uh, the tabs are opening. The <laughs> boys have, have broken the seals on their uh, Mountain Dew Pitch Black bottles. Logan is taking a sip. Noah is taking a sip. Uh, breathing in the the aromas, the fresh aromas of pitch black. Alex letting it fumigate over there. That smells. That tastes pretty good. The fine wine, really. I, I support. It's just like if trash. you don't like Mountain Dew, it just tastes like Mountain Dew with like zest. I don't. I don't yeah, know. Like zesty, it's not that okay. It's According not the worst Cody thing Rhodes, they put out. Great. Cody Rhodes. Well, yeah, because Cody got a fat hundred thousand dollar check from Mountain Dew, so it does not. He could tell you that stuff tastes like. He was gold. the only one that drank matter. it too. It was funny. He's like, it was funny. He's like, my my bus driver was like, yeah, I'm gonna need one of those. <laughs> I feel like this would hit with some Taco Bell. Oh yeah, for sure. Every Mountain Dew flavor is ten times, if not a hundred times, better when you got an AM Crunch wrap in the system. It's just mm. the way it works, man. Not 
great. Not terrible, though. I give it like a 5.5 to 6 out of 10. Now, but hold on. Now, hold on. Y'all well, I'll clearly... say I'd rather have the Mountain Dew Voltage match, personally. Well, what do you got to say for us, uh, Mr. Noah Phillips? I think it's at least an 8. It's one of the better flavors I've ever had in my life. I support it. <laughs> what? Mountain Dew, I need to change. <laughs> this is a very hardcore endorsement. <laughs> what a chill. What a chill. If, we, if we had cameras, Noah would be winking at them at this very moment. <laughs> I, I, I need to check, man. I'm sorry. So what do you want to talk about? Um, Next WWEGL no, is going to be a, a WWEGL Mania sign with sponsored by Mountain Dew, of course. Mountain Dew, I can do that. Uh, excellent. Noah's going to just be pointing at the sign the whole next episode. Anyway. Hey, I want to say one thing, though. Hold up. How much money do you think they paid uh, WWE for that? I mean, it was in the center of the ring for a good 10 minutes. It was on the title card. Michael Cole said it maybe four or five times minimum. They said they doubled any type of uh, sponsorship they've ever had for the Royal Rumble, this Royal Rumble. So it had to be a good minimum. And, you know, I kept seeing in the arena they had some, they had like an Applebee's sponsor in, in like each of the corners, which was always an, always an added bonus. Dave Batista talked about knock out the cabin on Raw. What? Yeah, he did. He talked about his new movie. He was at, he was at Raw. No, he has oh. seen that video and he's like, WWE fans is different than anything you've seen me in before. Anyway, let's get into the actual match. <laughs> Terrible. All right, here's the deal. I don't mind the rave match. Okay, it would have been cool to watch someone like Naomi, the Feel the Glow character in the Mountain Dew Pitch Black match, and have like the rave ring or something like that, or give like some colorful character or something. You know, something dumb. Sure, we can do that, or like have like a mid. But why, of all the people you want to put in the rave match, as I like to call it, would you put Bray Wyatt? Because Bray is the spooky character, and raves are very spooky. Don't no, you know this, Logan? no, <laughs> it's no, dark. dude. Right. He literally, when he got hit with the kendo stick, it looked like it put the Mountain Dew symbol onto his arm. <laughs> Just this neon streak on his. The head. only good things about the match was. L.A. Knight got TV time, which he desperately needed, and everyone loves L.A. Knight now. Bray got to have a match, and he looked cool with the demonic things. The, the actual paint, match. The, and the, the, mask. the contact the, lenses. And the contact lenses. The I don't really like the luchador mask he put on afterwards. I but do. It was, an, it was an effort. It was all right. Here's, and no, here's the thing. Look, I don't, I don't mean to cut you off, Logan. I, I don't. But if I may, for one moment. Um, when I speak of my disillusionment with the state of wrestling – and if I if I if you were to ask me, Alex, pinpoint five moments. I'm not going to name all five, <laughs> but the Bray Wyatt flop once, flop twice, and then flop again is pretty much. I mean, like you're like, oh, what about the hockey mask? It's because they've tried out four different masks for them and a hundred different characters, and they've managed to mess up every single one that they've run out of ideas for probably one of their best character wrestlers that they have because he he's made crazy Bayou dude work, crazy cult leader work, demonic. Clown funhouse thing work. He's made them Mr. all Rogers. work, but then it just du- like they just have not stuck the landing either time. That's impossible to book though during a match if you just want them to keep doing the spooky stuff. Well, no, I know. Like but when Undertaker wrestled, he didn't do the spooky. They need stuff, more like, spooky during characters. The match. To no, the pro- the problem is again they they've had it and they just missed it. Like they had the first version of him, which was great, and then like you know who he needs to face John Cena at WrestleMania. And then The Undertaker, what a creative idea that was. Well, him fighting John Cena and The Undertaker, I think are both fine ideas on paper. But the issue is, 
is that when he, he's booked in those actual matches, and even in the promo segments in between those matches, he's made to look like an absolute chump. Yeah, because like, he stands no chance. Right. He doesn't, because yeah. no, he, he can throw 100 share shots at John Cena, and he's still going to win. And Add the creepy kid you, thing. Like, I mean, like th- that was cool. That was cool for like two seconds. You know what but- Bray Wyatt would be really good in? A monster's ball in TNA. <laughs> that's such a backhanded compliment. <laughs> no, but like monster balls are cool. I would like – that's what I want to see. I don't want to see Bray. I wish – when Bray, I understand why he didn't. He's like he's a WWE born guy, but like he went on the indies and only fought like monster characters as his monster character would have been cool. Isn't I have, the monster ball like that thing where it was? They like, just had like all the big men in the and then DNA it was fight. like Shark Boy. What was it? Yeah. yeah okay. right. I, don't know what that is. Yeah, I just Boy. I just think that. I mean, first, it's like this was his first match back, right? Like yes. I I know well, his he whole had, like, career timeline has been weird. And I know that because, like, he got fired, right? Yes. Really. I, I don't remember why, but no reason. Just bunch of cuts. Yep. Which, which they've then since gone back on. It seems like. I mean, for a first match back though, you gotta nail it, and it was just weird. the The whole thing out of the ring after the match was cool, but it felt like that was the whole match itself was just a prelude to that. When what it's why that they, they should have made it a street fight from the jump and just called it a day. Yeah, well, make it a street fight, make it a KO, boom, match ends. I don't even care to talk about it anymore. Screw the corporate shields. Oh. Can I, 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 wait, wait. I have, I have yeah. a single point to make about just Bray Wyatt generally. That I've seen this criticism about him before, and I used to not think it was true, but the more, and particularly since he's come back, I, I see the reason in it, is that the stuff that he seems to want to do is maybe too conceptual for wrestling. I agree. Yeah. Um, like... Okay, the swampy cult leader stuff, excellent, great. It would make a fantastic horror movie. Uh, the fiend stuff would make a fantastic like slasher flick. And I, I think at the end of the day, like Bray Wyatt just wants to make like movies, basically, um, which is great and fine. But you know, having those types of characters within the conventions of you know a professional wrestling match becomes very difficult to to uh, book and to you I know, think, craft things around. I think the cult leader works, but like everything else. Yeah, because I think every- I think the cult leader is just a classic stable, which is a yeah, twist, which right. is fine. I mean, that's Ministry of Darkness nonsense, which is as crazy a concept for the Attitude Era where you had Val Venus. That stuff worked. It was poorly received at times, but it did work. You just have to stick. And they haven't followed through the previous two times that it worked, so now it just keeps getting less. No, you were going to say something. Everything that he's done has worked up until he got into the ring and he didn't wrestle. He did another promo. He's got to get in the ring and just wrestle. Let all the character work happen on the outside. Do some stuff like sort of midway through the match and do stuff after the match, but don't let it like affect the actual product in the the ring. Like he's a, he's such a great talker and I understand why they want to play up his strengths on the mic. But the thing is like, because they wrestle. because they give him that he can wrestle and because they give him so much time on the mic and almost never focus on him in the ring, it makes it seem like he can't really back up all of this stuff that he says. Exactly, so, he I, can. I, I would say I would say this. I think I hesitate to say that anything is too much for wrestling because if you get the right person to do it, they can do it. But the problem is, if you think about probably the two most outside of the norms of wrestling's characters, it's definitely the Undertaker, which. You have probably one of the best wrestlers ever behind the character, so it's fine because once he gets in the ring, he just wrestled like a basically normal person with the occasional theatrics. And then I, I'm trying to think of the other. I mean, I want to say Sting man. just because he basically didn't talk for a year. But again, if you have a great wrestler behind it, I just think they've 
I think I think the main problem is again once he gets in the ring, he just needs to be more about the wrestling, and it would make more sense and feel just better. Because again, all those other characters, once they if they work, it's when they get in the ring they stick to it. But all the other failed, absurd characters from the '90s and whatnot were just gimmicks for the sake of a gimmick and nothing else, which right. is what he's kind of devolved into. Yeah, it's very much what it feels like. Yeah. All right, it's time, main event time, men. Kevin Owens versus Roman Reigns for the Universal title with Sami Owens and Kevin at Roman Reigns sign and Paul Heyman. No Usos, no Zane. Match was fine. It wasn't terrible. It wasn't bad. I just wish there would have been a little bit more, but I understand why because when you have like a 30-minute segment afterwards, you know, like you might want to cut the match down. But everything after the match, I mean, is there any more soap opera stuff you could do? Come on. It was it's, so it's, good. It's what I watch wrestling for, like, really, at the end of the That's day. That's what you watch <laughs> it for. You watch it yeah. for the stories. You know, not just the matches. You watch it for the stories. There's no – so good. Just, yeah. I think it's also – as someone who hasn't watched it progressively and just basically tuned out 800 days ago and tuned back in, it really is elevated by the fact that Roman is much better at literally everything. Like, when they had him do whatever Mike promo he wanted for three and a half years, they all sucked. He was horrible. I mean, he just there was no amount of believability to anything he said or did ever. And he just wasn't very good at it. And then watching him with the whole thing with Sammy, all of his face, it's like, I don't know how he just figured it out or what clicked, they made who did heel. it. I mean, no, but, like, he just has gotten better at just selling everything, the theatrics, the... Because one of my... One of my least favorite tropes of recent wrestling is the fact that since there are mics in the ring, you can hear what they're saying to each other, which I just can't take seriously because it's all fake trash talk. But I could hear everything Roman and Sam were saying, and I, w- I was glued to the TV. Yeah, Roman's I- really good at trash talk in the ring right now. Okay. I'm going to go ahead and say this. I'm going to go ahead and get this Uh-oh. opinion out of the way. This was good, but it could have been better. Well, oh, okay. Say I'm going to tell you say why. Oh. You heard the pop inside the Alamo Dome. Okay, it's a huge arena. Mm-hmm, but is. imagine that pop in SoFi Stadium at WrestleMania. What if he turned on Roman? Yes, what if Sammy turned on you Roman? I think it should have been drawn out. I think longer. it should have been drawn oh. out just for a little longer. Okay. And I'll tell you why, because I don't think they're going to split the belts at Mania like they should. And if you do that, you're going to make a lot of people very upset with how big that pop is and how much popular Sami Zayn has become or Sami Uso. So instead, I want to propose this. Sammy hits Kevin. Roman recognizes Sammy as his top uh, person in the family, or in the bloodline. And when he gets to WrestleMania, he's allowed one person at ringside. He doesn't choose his blood. Ooh. He doesn't choose his wise man. He chooses Sammy Zayn. Sammy Zayn finally turns for Roman. The referee gets knocked down, you know, somewhat that. He gets in the ring, hits Roman. Cody gets the one, two, three. That's the biggest WrestleMania moment Ever. It's cool, but also I think at the same time, I don't really like turning like that at Mania. I feel like that cheapens Cody's win a little bit because I feel like you got to beat Roman, you got to bleed him clean. You got to. You can't have like, anything going on. Now, I could say more of it like he walks out on Roman, that would be one thing. But also, well, the reason I like this way better is because next month is Elimination Chamber in Montreal, Canada, the hometown of Sami Zayn. And it's already penciled in. We are getting Sammy Roman for the titles in Montreal. I mean, there is not going to be a white-hot crowd that will cheer louder and expect. It's the same as, But like, he's not going to win. Yeah, like, everybody in that crowd knows that that's not happening. Like, so it's, it's it good. They're going to turn on it. I mean, look, okay, I'll say this. I think Noah's idea is good because 
you address like the the whole thing with booking is you have to address the problems that are inevitably going to come up in the future a month down the line because there's always something. So for example, this right, if you have Sammy turn on Roman at Mania or whatever, obviously yes, it might cheapen the win, which is a fair criticism. But what happens when Cody beats Roman clean one time? And then Roman, the former 800-day champion, is he just going to take another loss to Cody again? Because if that's what happens at this Mania, they're going to have to face it another pay-per-view and another. But if you have Sammy turn on Roman, then Roman pivots to Sammy because he's like, I've already held the belt forever. Now it's all about blood or whatever. And you give Cody some new heel to face down and can separate Roman and Cody for a time and then bring them back again for some legendary rematch. But again, if you don't, then... If Cody beats Roman clean, they're going to face again at whatever the first pay-per-view is, and they're probably going to face again at the second. And then it's just going to be – then when Cody finally beats Roman, his, his, his like hype around winning the championship is probably dead and because it, it never lasts that long in modern wrestling. So where, where do you go? I think but. you're – this is my counterpoint. I don't think Roman – I think Roman drops his title, and Roman's off of TV for at least three months. Oh, yeah, the second that they get those belts off gonna, him, he, he is, is going on, on a part-time schedule. Yeah, he's going on part-time. Yeah. And really? Of part, yeah, prob- that's what it looks like. Speaking of part-time, we got a part our time away for another <laughs> PSA break. Speaking of losing, we are losing time here. It's our last little segment. We got about eight minutes. Cooper, you wanted to shoot from the hip, so I'm going to let you go to it. Oh, uh, I, I don't know if I would call it shooting from the hip. Uh, <laughs> I, I think that implies uh, like some negative thing. Um, but... So the post-match segment from the main event uh, of the Royal Rumble, like I said before, it's why I watch wrestling. And on on the multiple rewatches that I did of it after I got back home, um, I I noticed something that really really uh, kind of changed how I viewed the the bloodline as a unit and and the story that they've been telling so far. Um, which is that if you look at this segment as the Jay Uso character study, it becomes infinitely more meaningful. Um, Jay is by far, I think, the most interesting out of all of this cast. I love Sammy like nobody's business. That guy has done so much good work. Um, but I think it's it's been bolstered by the fact that he's had this uh this relationship growing with Jay um kind of almost in the background of the the Roman stuff um and so you see now Jay being put in this position to uh, to make the choice between his friend or his family and seeing uh there was a, there was a line that Roman said um, when Jay uh, walks out of the ring um, as, as Sammy's laying prone, which he's yelling at Sammy, and he says, you tore my family apart. Now, of course, this is not true. <laughs> Roman tore his family apart. Um, but uh, seeing Jay Uso essentially like revert to being a scared little kid, watching as you know this this person that... He, he has been taught to respect, but ultimately is still afraid of, is, is finally showing his true colors as the manipulator and the abuser that he is, uh, is just such interesting and uh, like 
meaningful storytelling in wrestling that I don't think I've seen in certainly the past like Christ decade. Yeah, um, no and doubt. It, like this oh, is yeah. this is like pathos and like you know this is uh, I I throw this word out you know very seriously this is like Shakespearean stuff. So, oh yeah, this well, is the art that the as Paul Picasso once said this is the uh, art. That is a lie that reveals the truth. Well, this is oh, this is mm, very good. The storyline they, I mean, from the start of Roman's reign, because when he won the title, his first feud was after he got obviously the rematch out of the way was Jay, because they didn't have Jimmy was injured, and they had the whole where the bloodline started, where the whole tribal head of the table started was him beating Jay and showing that I'm the head, I'm the proving, and basically Jay had to do you know he had to get beaten into submission while everyone else gets to fall in line. I think that was part of the reason. Wire is in it, Sammy. It's like he's not even blood, and he just gets to kind of fall in line. But right, you know. But speaking of Jay, we talked about oh, Roman and Sammy are going to face off in Montreal. What the heck are they going to do about the tag titles? Because Jay's gone, and solo. He's not, he's not free gone. Bird. Uh, no, I mean he literally he literally tree bird post on Instagram. I'm out. So like he is gone. Dude's not right. not coming back. I could see him. Well, here's the thing. I could possibly so what do they see do? Jay turning. On Sammy again at Chamber and costing him, because I, I don't know. We'll see. But also the other thing is, uh, Freebird rule, because I did the Freebird rule yeah, Monday they've, they've with established, Sammy, um, so you can just give Solo yeah. the okay. other tag title and have it be because they are technically still brothers too. But so. the, the, I think if the bloodline's on their way out, they drop it. But who do they drop well, it to? That's what a lot of people think. Sammy Imperium Teo at the thing. Imperium. No, not <laughs> give Imperium. it to Imperium. If you want a good match, it's Imperium. <laughs> okay, I don't know who Imperium is. Somebody no, call me. Yeah, wait, is it is it in, uh, Gunther's group? Is it oh, really Imperium? I like Gunther. Is it, is it yes. SmackDown side? Isn't it Imperium? Braun Strowman and Ricochet for the. Tag oh my gosh! Tournament. When Ricochet came on, they said, "Oh man, he and Braun Strowman are a tag team." I just about ro- I, I just about fell apart. I couldn't. You know how you know the storyline of how they became the tag team. All I know is I I still love that no matter how many times I tune into wrestling, random tag teams that make no sense that will disband inevitably are still you know, here. Okay, one is, is big, is one how? is small. What do you, what else? And they're both love bald it. and have beards, and <laughs> they look like like. Really? Is that is that how it? No, no, no. This is how it was. They fought. They had a SmackDown World Cup for the World Cup. And Braun came back and immediately was like, yeah, flippy wrestlers suck like on Twitter because he basically had a match with Omos and it did well. And he's like, this is proven all flippy wrestlers. This is what matters, stuff like that. And so they basically made him job to Ricochet because Imperium got involved. Um, and then Ricochet shaved, saved them from the beatdown. So basically Braun and Ricochet feuded with like Imperium for a while there. And so that's why they were kind of like kind of a tag team. They are, and the only they weren't even in the tag team tournament. I think they got like sub for Sheamus and Drew. Yes, they did. Why though? Um, what was storyline reason for that? Because I think they could be. Oh yeah, Adam Pierce. Uh, like when they they got beat down. Uh, when Sheamus and Drew got beat down at first, he like ran up, uh, and said like, "I expected that you know this types of shenanigans would happen, so we have a substitute team ready to go." And he pulled out Braun Strowman and Ricochet. <laughs> Excellent. I will say though, um, real quick, it was a good NXT this week. <laughs> you want me to read? Let me let me let me read you the matches that happened. You had Drew Gulak, Charlie Dempsey was a great match, um, which is William Regal's son. If you didn't know, who is the Charlie Dempsey? Oh, and then I don't awesome. know if you know Drew Gulak is, but he's amazing. The Creed Brothers in this year was decent. A lot of cool spots. I mean. Is, is Jinder Mahal working yes. with Indus Share mm-hmm. now? Yeah. Oh, Why? Um, cause he's a draw. 
Well, All that's right. how they originally <laughs> had it, actually, before they changed it. Either um, way, I mean, anytime a, a former, like, big time, I say in quotes, big time, because he was somehow the WWE, WWE champion. Anytime world, they go back no, to NXT, world heavyweight. he's world heavyweight. Well, no, yeah, he was. No, here's the WWE. I know <laughs> what I'm doing. You're talking about the great Kali. Never mind. <laughs> you, look, Noah, when you were still going going it in like eighth grade, I was watching yeah, the new I'll, draft, thinking it was it was the time that things were changing, and then once again, I was proven wrong. And when, I was watching wrestling. Back yeah, okay, then, okay. Man, I, 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 I do want to ask this question. Actually, uh, this was just curiosity because I was thinking about it, and also Logan asked something I can make you very angry with. When did you all start watching wrestling? I'm just curious. Uh, 2009 before Mania 30. Uh, 2011. I remember the first Raw that I saw was the Nexus Invasion. I the excellent. I saw the pipe bomb excellent. on YouTube, and the first Raw I saw was Daniel Bryan um, taking over the ring and demanding a match at WrestleMania, where he got the Triple H stipulation with like the whole thing. That's a good one. No, my first Raw was the Monday after the pipe bomb. Ooh, Ooh. yeah. All all good starter points. Mine is a random one on flicking on TV, but I was, I was just curious because. I don't know. I feel. I feel like. I feel like a weathered fan, having seen all the things that, like, well, the su- it's just beating you down. Everybody loves the summer of punk until you remember that it was derailed by a Kevin Nash storyline. That is true. My, fu- my final point. Also, well, speaking um, of Mr. Oh. Curious, curiosity killed the cat, and it also killed the. time I'm we taking have that left. title. I'm taking that title. It also killed the time we have left. Also, it's outro time. <laughs> it's it's nine. It's we got 20 seconds for an outro. Last bit. Cody is mediocre. That's all. Boo! You got to come back on so I can argue about that. <laughs> Um, thank you for listening to WABGL Blue Mighty 1.1 FM. This has been it for me, Alex Houston, our guest, our host Daniel Locke, Cooper Prater, and Noah Phillips. Make sure you turn in next week at 9 o'clock for another riveting hour of wrestling content. If you want to follow us on Twitter, you can follow Noah at uh, Noah underscore Phillips 64. Alex at I think it's Alex Houston. At. Daniel at What do you want to say to you on social media, Cooper? There is no honor among thieves. <laughs> And you can follow me on Twitter at Logan Hurston if you want all of that wrestling fitness. I'm literally losing followers because I tweet about wrestling. Woo!